Hello, Hello everyone. everyone, and welcome back to Be The Light Ministry Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about doubt, but first we have a question. So, do y'all like Tuesday-Thursday uploads or Wednesday-Fridays, or are you more into like just once a week? Clearly, we are still trying to get in the groove of both of us doing the podcast together, especially balancing Lewis's insane work schedule and me getting more and more tired as pregnancy goes on. So we just want to hear from y'all like twice a week, once a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, or only once a week. So let us know. You can DM us on Instagram. It is in the link tree that is in the description. But you know, you could also just search on Insta- Instagram, Be The Light Ministry Podcast, and send us a DM and let us know what you guys want to see. All right, so let's get into it. So why do we doubt? We doubt sometimes because we have questions you can't answer, situations that seem unfair, or that hurts that you just can't resolve. It's so easy to, like, when you have a tough situation or a big hurt in your life, it's so easy to be like, God, like, why... Why uh, Why is this even happening? Or even, is there even a God? What type of God lets such bad things happen? Mm-hmm. It is such a, like, a, a easy trap, but please, hold on. Don't feel like you're a bad Christian, because doubt is actually a very, very normal part of faith. As we will get into later, a very important person in the Bible, actually, was very famous for doubting, as you will find out. <laughs> yeah. So, don't feel bad because I, oh man, I used to struggle with it throughout my, I would not say throughout my, my times throughout high school and everything, I would doubt, like, what is going on? What's the plan? Why is, what is God's plan for me with my circumstances? Like, what, what's the point? Even, like, with stuff that's happened the last, like, two years. Absolutely. You have definitely doubted, like, had that question of, like, why... Did I need to be in this situation? Why mm-hmm. was I put in this yes. place? Yes. Oh, like I find yeah, my doubt is definitely like, why what is God's plan? Mm-hmm. It's just that sometimes it simply doesn't make sense, and we'll just have to find out. You'll either find out on your journey with God, or who knows? Maybe you could sit down and talk to Him after when we go up to heaven. <laughs> but it's a very normal part. Don't stress. It's okay. Well, I just get that straight. But here's what you do with doubt. First, you gotta take your take your, the focus off your circumstances and put it solely on God. Yep. Here's a verse for you: For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight thirty eight thirty nine. What does that mean? So basically... Yeah, there's a lot of nors in that. Yeah, so many nors. Um, <laughs> Let's break it down. Let's make yeah. it simple. <laughs> so basically, what you have to attempt to do, which is very difficult. Yes. <laughs> you need, in a, in a tough situation, tough circumstances, whether you're struggling with finances, friendships, relationships, anything, you need to just be able to separate your, your struggle and know that God will provide. He yep. will come through for you. You just have to have that faith. He is with you through the hard times and the good times. He will, He's not abandoning you. It's just, unfortunately, in this world, we 
experience some tough times, but yeah. God will be there with you. Just know that he is not abandoning you. It's so easy to fall into that trap, but trust me, he's not. Next, as actually, faith, as I said before, is part of your journey. It is okay to question. It, actually, God, I probably, I, he encourages us to question. He wants us to ask these things. You won't have perfect faith all the time. It is like, you're not, let's say, like, let's, how do I say this? We aren't on this world. We're not just going to just one day wake up and have all the answers. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be like, yes, this all makes sense. God, I understand everything. No, it's not impossible. It's not possible. We are not Jesus. Yeah. So it's going to be normal to question. Is Faith isn't a destination. It is an arrival. You arrive to heaven like when like that is like when we will have full understanding faith when we arrive to heaven. But here on this earth, we are on this long journey with faith. Yep. I love that. Faith is a journey. It's not a destination. And we will literally never have all the answers until we're in heaven. Yes. In fact, Corinthian says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. For now we, we see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face, now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, 12. You will fully know when our journey here is over. We'll mm -hmm. fully understand what's going on then. But for now, ask the questions. Talk to your pastors about, like, why do bad things happen here? Why, like, what, why does God have this plan for me? Like, you, you, why, in fact, even question, like, how did he do the things that he does? Like, like some, like, the big question is, where does God come from? There's a lot of TikToks, actually, that explain that. Yep. Um, basically, the gist, the big gist of it was, like, God is separate from here. He's separate from this universe. So, basically, the universe didn't create him. Yeah. So, he came, he came before time because he is not part of this. He's, he's something the alpha. Total, he's the alpha. He is over this. <laughs> but look up on TikTok. It's very interesting. The one thing I will say is just be careful about yes, TikTok. Yes. Like, use discernment. I actually... I recommend going to your pastor. Yeah, go to your pastor, instead yes. Instead of, like, TikTok. Yes, but I'm just saying, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. Yeah, no, it and definitely is. It's totally okay to question it, because a lot of other people are questioning it, too. But, yes, your pastor is your best source, for sure, about these types of things. I think one day we should do an episode just on, like, why bad things do happen. Mm -hmm. Because our pastors just barely did, like, a sermon on it recently, yeah. and there was so much wisdom on, in it. So I think, like, one day... Yes. Like maybe like cool. next month or something. Mm -hmm. And that leads me what leads us to our next point. The church should be the place where you feel the safest to ask these questions. Yep. I my experience, I'm sure with yours too. Yeah. In Catholic school and <laughs> oh just boy. in C C D, it just felt wrong to doubt God. It felt yeah. just gross. Kind of mm -hmm. just like I shouldn't I should I just should not doubt God's power, what if God's with me. If, just anything but no the church is that church we're here to learn we're here like i said before faith is a journey we're all in this together no one fully understands so as as christians we should be coming together asking these questions together and learning with one another don't feel bad for thinking these things because we're all human at the end of the day we are not god of course we're not going to fully understand yeah did you have another point because that actually segues no right that's, into... that's kind of where um, oh perfect yeah. <laughs> okay so 
yeah, um, Lewis and I have talked about it many, many times. We were both raised Catholic, and it, like, I really don't know how to say this without offending Catholics and, like, Catholicism in general. Um, not necessarily doubting God, but just having questions about your faith was very frowned upon at least like Mm -hmm. from what we experienced like our experience in catholic school in the catholic church was even if you're trying to ask like a clarifying question Mm -hmm. i have had priests like talk down to me and make it seem like i have this question because i don't have enough faith and like i'm not supposed to ask questions Mm -hmm. and one of like the most prevalent examples of that in the bible is actually the disciple (laughs) thomas who we all know as doubting thomas so we can both like agree growing up in catholic school thomas was like the you don't want to be like him it was all the other disciples just believed it was jesus they knew it was him and thomas over here was like ah i need proof yeah (laughs) it's like you obviously don't be a judas but also don't be a a doubting thomas yeah thomas is like the next tier (laughs) you know like he's a little better but don't be like him exactly like that you know and the best thing is like our pastors again like recently did this whole sermon on doubt And our head pastor was kind of just like, I want to humanize Thomas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, finally, you know, like, this man deserves some justice. Because he is the most relatable, or one of the most relatable people in the whole Bible. We should humanize him. Exactly. So, it's one of those things where, you know, in case you don't know the story... Uh, John 20, 24 through 25 tells us, Now Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. So this is after the resurrection. Jesus is appearing to certain disciples, and Thomas just was not there. So Thomas is like, yeah, I'm not going to believe this until I see it. What I love is that later on in John 20, 26 through 28, it says eight days later, his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. So what I love about this and what I feel like our personal Catholic school education failed to teach us was Jesus wasn't like irritated with Thomas for doubting. I feel like, yeah, I just, that point gets so missed. I feel like he was not mad at all. He gave Thomas exactly what he needed. Mm-hmm. He showed up and he's like, here, put your finger mm-hmm. through the hole in my hand. Yep. Put your put your hand in the like gash mm-hmm. in my side. Like, this is what you need in order to believe. And I'm telling you, like, I'm here, so believe it. Mm-hmm. Don't disbelieve. Right. And it's really just, like, this notion, like, Jesus was not mad. He didn't, like, tell me to go away. How dare you? None of that. Yeah. And I, like... 
I don't know. I feel like our personal Catholic school experience did not just, touch yeah, on it that. It definitely just, yeah, no, it was definitely missed. It was just frowned upon, mm-hmm. it seemed like. Don't, just, the whole mindset was like, don't be like that, basically. Yeah. So, one of the best things about this story of Doubting Thomas is that it really shows that faith is not the absence of doubt. Like, having questions does not make you a bad person. It literally just makes you human. And one of my favorite parts about Doubting Thomas is the fact that even after the disciples told him about the resurrection and he was like, I don't believe it, he still showed up for fellowship Mm, with the disciples. He had his doubts and he still kept showing up. Yes, that's the biggest part, showing up. Don't give up on it. Exactly. Um, So it's like when you're going through this season of doubting, don't stop going to church. Don't let the guilt of having doubts stop you from showing up because Jesus literally will give you what Mm -hmm. you need to combat those doubts. We saw it right there in Thomas. We see it again in Mark 9, 22 through 24. I'm not going to read the verses, but um, there was a man who begged for healing. And he said to Jesus, like, if you can, please have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus was like, if I can, dude, like, I can do anything for anyone who (laughs) believes. And when the father's like, no, like, I do believe, please help my unbelief. Jesus, right then and there, healed his child. So, like, Jesus Mm. does not punish us for doubting. He, like, welcomes this stuff. He's like, oh, really? Like, well, I'll show you that, like, why? Like, I'll I'll reward your faith if you come and show it. Like, it keeps showing up for me. Yeah. That was actually one of the biggest points that our pastors made. And I actually, I forgot to write it down, but what you said just reminded me. The only people in the Bible that Jesus said he could not help were the ones who claimed to know it all. Exactly. The Pharisees. Mm-hmm. But he, who did he sit with? He sat with the prostitutes, with the tax collectors. Mm-hmm. He healed the people who still doubted. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not turn away doubts. He turns away people who claim to know everything. Right. So don't. Don't ever think, I have to know everything. No, he welcomes us. He welcomes people that have the questions, have the doubts, and they just want to, they just, because at the end of the day, we all just want to learn. We want to know why and how, just as anyone else does. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, we were created in the image and likeness of God. Like, God understands, like, (laughs) we're not gonna understand everything like he created it that way because if we understood everything then we don't need him exactly like why would we need him and also like what would the point of heaven be really then this would be heaven wouldn't it if we just knew everything because if we knew how everything worked there wouldn't like exactly there wouldn't wouldn't be any need yeah so i hope this like really helped y'all like i loved this sermon Mm -hmm. from our church one of my favorite ones yeah, I think this is like a top three for me. Um, I really, I, I'm just so happy we finally humanized Doubting mm-hmm. Thomas. I always felt so like weird about it in school. Yeah. Like I literally, I can remember, I remember the head mm-hmm. priest being like, don't be a Doubting Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone in our class being like, oh, thank God no one's named Thomas in this room. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
Like, it was always, like, that thing. It was, yeah, like, just like eat. It was definitely frowned upon. It's just, like, it was always that story was just told. It's just, look at the other disciples. Mm-hmm. How they believed without, they didn't need to touch Jesus. Yeah. Don't do that, you know. Don't be like Thomas, basically. It was always just, no. Ooh. I don't know what I just hit, but okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> God's like, yes, you're preaching good yes. right now, guys. <laughs> but yeah, we really hope that this helped kind of like not only humanize doubts in general, but especially like yeah. the disciple Thomas. Right. He is so relatable. Mm-hmm. I'd argue he is the most relatable person in the mm-hmm. Bible. So yeah. Go ask those questions. <laughs> definitely. That was all I had. That's all I have, too. All righty. So definitely make sure you guys remember to DM us on Instagram. You know, how many times you want to see us uploading. It. Uh, we're going to do an episode in January about, like, maternity leave and, like, what we're going to do yeah. when the baby is here. Um, but, you know, we might be slowing down just as we're getting ready. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear from y'all, like, how many times do you want to hear from us? Do you care what days we upload? You know, mm-hmm. just let All us that. know. We yeah. want to hear your feedback. Mm-hmm. But that is going to be it for today's episode. We will talk to y'all next week. Cue the new outro. <laughs> Peace out. Bless out. <laughs>